0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the NBA Sane Podcast. Nothing but Anthony Sane. I'm your host, of course, Anthony Sane. It has been a while since I've talked to you guys. I did not record last week. Took a much-needed uh, break, needed some time off. Uh, glad to be back in the saddle recording with you guys this week. So much has happened since the last time we spoke. Uh, I really apologize that I didn't record last week, but I'm back now, refreshed, renewed, uh, ready to talk about your Memphis Grizzlies and the NBA at whole. Um since the last time we talked something really important happened of course uh john morant was named a starter to the uh, nba all-star game uh it's really just it's still hard to wrap my mind around that the fact that not only did john make an all-star team this year but he beat luka Doncic and the fan vote and he beat him by over a million votes It's incredible <laughs> i never would have thought that would have happened and to see that happen with Ja. um this season has just been incredible just something just to add to what has been a remarkable season a phenomenal season for john morant third year point guard former rookie of the year uh mvp candidate uh at this point it's just all outstanding um uh, just super excited kudos for him super excited what he's about to do uh, the rest of the season what he's been doing and what he's probably going to do in the All-Star game. He's a guy who uh, I also predict him to be one of those guys you probably could look out to be MVP of the All-Star game. Uh, you know, he's going to come out there. He's going to take it serious. He's going to go hard. He's going to want to put on a show. Uh, he's definitely got the tools to uh, be super excited in that type of game. So I'm I'm excited, man. Really excited to see John do this. Kudos for him. I'm behind. I know I didn't record last week, so uh, late uh, kind of sharing my thoughts on that. Um, other things related to the Memphis Grizzlies, of course. Uh, Desmond Bain announced yesterday uh, we'll be uh, participating in the uh, Rising Stars Challenge. Uh, that's going to be pretty cool. They're doing the format a little different this year. Of course, you guys know they're going to mix up uh, the first year, second year guys, and guys that are playing in the G League uh, or the G League Ignite team. Uh, they're going to mix those teams up. I'm I'm kind of liking it. I like that new I like that new format. Think it's going to be really cool to see uh, that mix of guys, especially those guys that are in the G League aren't even in the NBA yet, giving those types guys a, a time to shine against the uh, current stars in the NBA. That's that's going to be dope. I'm, I'm really excited about that whole thing. Uh, it's going to be really cool. Kudos to Desmond Bain, who's having an incredible year. Uh, stepping in, second-year guy, a guy who was coming off the bench last year for Grayson Allen uh, and was kind of lost in the shuffle sometimes. You knew he could knock down shots, but just been a tremendous scorer, uh, hard-nosed, gritty guy. Gets in rebounds, defends. Uh, just total props to Desmond Bain so far for what he's been doing. Uh, the Grizzlies coming off a loss since the last time I talked to you guys. Uh, they lost a game uh, in Philadelphia without Joel B, You'd expect that a game when you're playing without Joel B that the Grizzlies would be able to win that game. Unfortunately, they weren't able to. Uh, that Philadelphia team, they're a tough team. They get to the basket, got a lot of guys that can, you know, create out the dribble, knock down shots. Uh, they, you know, the, the Grizzlies uh, play well, just didn't play well enough. Um, uh, something I'm concerned about with this Grizzlies team is really a couple of things that I already talked about. Um, I'm pulling for Zaire Williams. I I love the the development that he's made. But I think there's a fine line sometimes when when you're actually, you know, trying to win as many games as possible. I think that this year may have started off as a developmental year and a year where you thought you were going to take a step back. But once you get into that top three in the West and you're kind of sitting there and it feels like you're going to be there, yeah, sure, I love the fact that we're still trying to play our young players. But um, maybe you could have pulled Zaire earlier in the fourth and not played him in overtime. Uh, he just wasn't ready for that moment. Uh, the most eye-opening um, evidence of that was, I think it was in the fourth quarter, maybe in overtime, but there was a jump ball situation. And Zaire was looking around because he really didn't know what to do. You know, he's probably never had to jump a ball in his life. He's looking around, he's confused. And when the ball went up in the air, he wasn't even paying attention. They lost the jump ball. Uh, there was a rebound that went through his hands. And uh, that, not even talking about the, the last shot of the game, uh, where he probably should have had someone else on the court. I mean, there was a reason why Zaire was open. He shoots like 25% from three. I mean, so, uh, but uh, kudos what the Grizzlies are doing. It's just another loss in the middle of January. So, not really that big of a deal. Uh, but you, it, it just gets kind of concerning. Because it's like, I understand we're doing the developmental thing, but you kind of want to have your guys out there. That was very much a winnable game. Uh, John Moran also struggled, had nine turnovers in that game. Missed a lot of free throws. Missed some key, key free throws uh, at the end of the game. One at the end of the uh, fourth quarter. Could have put the Grizzlies up um, one instead of being tied up. Uh, in the last seconds of the game. Um, John's a phenomenal player. Don't want it to come off like I'm trying to knock him anything, but I'm just excited to see the day uh, that I know is probably coming soon when John Morant is a clutch, you know, guy who just knocks down free throws, you know, when they count. Uh, he's not quite there yet. And I think he will be. That's what I'm excited about. He could join the likes of guys like a Damian Lillard, Steph Curry. Uh, guys that when you give them the ball at the end of the game, you know, they're going to close out the game for you. Uh, typically the guy who has the ball at the end of the game is your best player. That guy needs to also be able to knock down free throws and just be super dependable. Josh's not there yet. Uh, I think he will be, uh, his jump shot has gotten better and I'm confident that his free throws will get better as well. Uh, like I said, the Grizzlies are playing great basketball. Uh, super excited about things that are going on with them. Um, we got most of our guys back, uh, COVID protocols. This, this round seems to be pretty much over. I think everyone on the team has had it now, except for I think Jaren's the only one that hasn't missed games. Or has he? I don't know. Anyway, I think Jaren's the only one that hasn't missed games uh, due to COVID protocol. We got everyone back from this last round. Ty Jones made his return. Kai Anderson made his return. We had a very clean uh, 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 injury update the last game where Dylan Brooks is the only player that's still injured. This game coming up today against the New York Knicks. Steven Adams is supposed to be out, though, uh, with the ankle, an ankle injury. Uh, he's I think he's questionable. I can't remember what it said. But um, if he's able to go, you know, fine. If not, we've seen Jaron play well uh, at center. And we'll hopefully we'll get some Brandon Clark minutes at power forward uh, as well. Uh, that's something else that kind of concerned me about the Philadelphia game. Glad I mentioned that. Um, we we saw a lot of the Steven Adams, Jaron Jackson, Jr. closing lineup at your four and five, five and four positions. and uh, Not really a fan of that uh, closing games. We're so much more dynamic. Seems like when Jaron closes the game at center and you have Brandon Clark playing at power forward. Didn't see a lot of that at all um, at the end of the last game in overtime. I know you had DeAndre Drummond out there. DeAndre Drummond is going to do his thing regardless, though. I, I just like the what Brandon and Jaren seem to add together. Um, everything else with the Grizzlies um, is going pretty well, except for one issue that is a constant and big issue that I've been noticing over the last month. We're just not shooting the ball well at all. Um, outside of Desmond Bain, who's been remarkable shooting the ball, uh, Jaron is down. Jaw is, you know, pretty much who he is, but we're just not shooting the ball well. We're not, we're not making uh, shots much at all from three and it's really been damaging us. The fact that we're such a good offensive rebounding team definitely helps us, definitely keeps us in games, uh, helps us put buckets, you know, on the board, but we're shooting the ball very well, very badly from three, uh, the NBA trade deadline is approaching a lot of people saying, how do you touch this? How do you mess up with the Grizzlies are doing? I think you may have to, man. I think if you're trying to be uh, serious, if you're trying to compete for a championship or you're trying to go as far as you can in the playoffs, so just to keep this team morale as high as possible and maximize this season, I think you may need to make some type of move around the edges to acquire uh, some wing player that can knock down shots at a better level than what we've been doing. Uh, we're winning games, of course, but that's shooting. You've got to be able to shoot the ball well. And, and we're looking, we're around one of the worst teams in the league in the shooting period. Um, like I said, we're, we're doing well. We're doing great. Uh, we're in third place. Utah is having their own problems. It's, it's, it's create, ha- helping us to, to create a uh, separation gap between us and them. Uh, and that's good, of course. But you, you, know, you want to be the best team that you could be. Now, uh, as I close this segment on the Memphis Grizzlies, I will say this. I'm not predicting that the Memphis Grizzlies will win the NBA championship. I'm not predicting they're going to win the conference finals. Not really going to predict anything. But I think that this Grizzlies team, even as constructed, even with all the things I've said, uh, being semi-critical of the team, I think that this team, there is a path for this team to get to the NBA finals. And I know that may sound like some homework stuff, but if things break well for them in the Western Conference playoffs, I can definitely see a situation where this young, scrappy, you know, high energy, fast paced team with the Grizzlies, super confident team with the Grizzlies. I can see a path where they can make it to the NBA finals, where they can beat the teams in front of them, you know, regardless of matchup. I can also see a situation where the Grizzlies lose in the first round, <laughs> you know what I mean? I talked about this in my radio show. Uh, I think that both things could very well happen, you know, with this team, especially with a team that's this young, uh, you know, whatever. They're doing things that you typically don't see in, uh, in in any NBA team this early. So I could definitely see a situation where the, the playoffs, quote unquote, get too big for them. Or I could see a situation where they, you know, they can make a crazy historical run. Uh, I, I'm willing to see anything happen. Uh, the trade deadline is coming up. Uh, hearing different kind of mixed messages about the Grizzlies. At first, you were hearing that they weren't looking to add uh, uh, much salary. They're trying to keep their books clean for this summer. Uh, of course, this is the summer you have to pay uh, John Morant. But then you're hearing reports that they may be looking to do some wing up, uh, upgrades. And that excites me, of course. I'm, I'm really I'm a big fan of uh, versatile wings in the NBA. So I think if the Grizzlies can do something that cannot disrupt this core, Uh, I think the core in this team is a lot smaller than other people think, but um, I think we can do something to not disrupt this core um, and add some players that can knock down shots, defend, versatile, uh, get to the basket, Those another score maybe. Um, I think if you can do things like that with this team, you can get ready for a super exciting run for the playoffs. Um, But, yeah, like I said, I'm excited. I'm optimistic about this team. Um, I see so much promise uh, as we get ready to approach the all-star break. Uh, we're well over halfway through the season and this team is sitting at third in the West looking to do some phenomenal things with a very young team led by a very young, promising, stupendous, incredible, you know, whatever words you want to say to describe John ja Moran, who's going out dropping 30 point games like there's nothing to do. Uh, and he's going on an amazing stretch. Um, you know, how, how can you not be excited? These guys are one of the top jersey sellers, uh, putting up phenomenal numbers. Phenomenal records, just making the, the, the incredible look easy. Uh, it's been great being someone who covers the Grizzlies, great being a fan of the team, just looking excited for what will happen, especially with the guy, like, like we opened the show talking about, who is a been voted to be a starter uh, in the NBA All-Star game. We're about to take a break, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk more about the NBA. Uh, check out our sponsors, man. Uh, we got a new sponsor that we're uh, talking about this week. It's uh, 901 Puffs. It's a place you've heard me talk about in my Twitter spaces. Got to bring those Twitter spaces back, too. But uh, 901 Puffs is a local cannabis dispensary uh, who's got the good stuff for you, man, to get you right on those nights when you know you need to get right or whatever. But uh, they also have uh, a Smoker's Lounge that you'll hear about in the commercials. It's super, it's super dope. I'll be there this weekend, uh, probably Friday night, to check that out. Uh, really, really looking forward to that. Our good friends at 901 Plus, Check them out. Check out our other sponsors as well. We'll be back in a minute. NBA Same Podcast. Visit AsylumTees901.com where you can find t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs representing your favorite Memphis sports teams. Designs are available in men, women, and kid sizes. Check out our featured products and sign up to be the first to know about our new releases at AsylumTees901.com. The global shortage on chicken is finally over, but there are still places that will tell you that it is hard to find, except for our good friends at Poultry Power. The dedicated staff at Poultry Power is currently delivering chicken in bulk to your home or business at prices lower than your local grocer or food distribution company. Having a cookout or catering event? Tired of being told no by other food companies when you need chicken for your restaurant? Poultry Power is here to save the day. Visit PoultryPower.org to place your order now. And remember... When others blame the shortage and tell you no, poultry Power has the power to tell you yes. There's a smoke shop on every corner in Memphis, but there's only one 901 one Puffs. What makes 901 one Puffs different? They are a local cannabis dispensary specializing in Delta 8 and other exclusive smoking products and accessories. Their calling card is their Smoker's Lounge, and yes, it's exactly what it sounds like. They host a unique lounge experience where you can enjoy their products and vibe out. Included with your $10 cover charge is an edible and a pre-roll. And where else can you find that in Memphis? Come mess with us at 901 Puffs, the best and freshest Delta 8 in Memphis. Visit them at 378 East E.H. Crump Boulevard and call them at 901-626-4100. All right, welcome back to the NBA Saint Podcast. We talked a lot about the Memphis Grizzlies as we typically do on this show on a weekly basis uh just going to talk about some things going on in the nba share my quick opinion uh i gave props to john morant who was uh selected as a starter in the nba all-star game uh also uh, in that starting lineup with uh john morant is andrew wiggins a small forward from the uh, golden state warriors a lot of talk about how he uh ended up doing that uh the nba all-star voting Thing, this, the way they, they predict the starters, the way they choose to starters has always been a broken system. It's been a broken system all my life. It's a popularity contest. And with that, weird things happen, especially in the season where there's no Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George, Anthony Davis has been out. Uh, some of your your better uh, front court players in NBA are centers. Uh, you know, you got Jokic, Gobert, Gobert. Uh, those guys are, you know, centers. And a lot of times centers aren't the most popular guys in, in the league, regardless of how good they are. And uh, you got a guy like Andrew Wiggins who broke through. They were saying some some K-pop group or something endorsed him, and he got that endorsement, and that you know gave him a bunch of crazy votes or whatever. I don't really, I don't really. Uh, I saw the original tweet from the artist, and he didn't. There's probably like 50,000 retweets or something like that, but that's not enough to you know win him the All-Star game. Uh, I think that that plus being in Golden State, uh, people who vote for Steph Curry they voting for him as well. Um, just some weird things happen, man. And it was a perfect storm uh the media the whole media um in in player vote thing didn't vote him out it wasn't enough to overtake him which is wild it, se- it seems like it should be more checks and balances allowed there should be a way that you can uh kind of overrule those weird um there was weird anomaly type vote guys like wiggins i've shared my opinion on this many times as far as all-star voting is concerned uh, i think that the only way you should be able to vote is to vote a starting lineup Uh, It kind of eliminates people just getting up and waking up and just tweeting somebody's name with a hashtag and there goes the vote. But to me, it really ain't that big of a deal, man. (laughs) I mean, who really cares? It's, you know, whatever. That's the way it turned out. Andrew Wiggins, he's (laughs) a guy that people have have destroyed, made memes out of his entire career. And just another meme to add to the pile, I guess. But guess what? He's an NBA all-star starter. Nobody can ever take that from him. He's really... He rejuvenated his career uh with the warriors people made fun of his contract he got with minnesota but you know he's showing to be a great player he's a great 3 and d player one of the better perimeter defenders in the league can knock down shots scoring about 20 points a game 18 19 points a game so you know whatever man you know like i said this is one of those weird weird years where a lot of weird things had to go down uh for that anomaly uh of a situation to happen but props for uh, Andrew Wiggins for getting this game turned around. I'm going to say something that's probably a very unpopular opinion And my next thing. Uh, the four guys have been named for the NBA Slam Dunk Contest, including Jalen Green from Houston, uh, Obi Toppin from the Knicks, Cole Anthony from the Magic, and Wants its Anderson from the Warriors. Uh, pretty trash lineup as far as uh, NBA Slam Dunkers are concerned. No John Morant, no uh, Anthony Edwards. You know, whoever else your favorite dunker might be. Those guys aren't there. Uh, the biggest name, of course, is Jalen Green. Um... Rookie number two pick from the Houston Rockets. I'll say this: I'm tired of old people and adults talking bad about the slam dunk contest. Breaking news: the NBA slam dunk contest is not for you. It's for kids. I've always said this: it's not. It's for little children. It's for it's for kids like my son Gabe's age. They haven't seen these dunks before. They're seeing these superhuman men fly through the air, and you know, flashy shoes, flashy jerseys. They do. These guys usually do something different with their appearance, and it's. You know, it's for them, man. It's for them, and just like in music, a lot of a lot of music that we think is terrible, these kids love it because they've never heard it before. Music we listen to as kids that sounds like the '80s, it sounds like the '90s. These kids have never heard it. These teenagers have never heard it, so they recycle it. I mean, who is not for you if you don't like the slam dunk content? It's probably not for you. Now, I'm not gonna act like it's probably even the most amazing thing to kids, but they watch it. I mean, whatever. I mean, I think that it's still. I mean, we get kind of super excited about stuff. It really doesn't matter. And the slam dunk contest, I think for sure, is uh, is one of those things. Um, other things to note, I like to talk about. I think that, of course, the Ben Simmons situation is as crazy as ever. Um, do something, man. Like that dude's. I think he's. Uh, I think he's been fined millions of dollars so far, and that's crazy, man. That he's lost that kind of money. Ben, your team is great. Go go out there and be a part of that, man. Like that, 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 that Philadelphia team that we played the there tonight. The Grizzlies played the there tonight, even without Embiid was phenomenal. I mean, they're good. They're a good scrappy team. And, and he could be a part of that. And um, I Darren Morey saying he's probably not gonna trade him going into the trade deadline. Man, you tripping, bro. You tripping. You all gotta do something out there, uh, for sure. Um then some talk about um Russell Westbrook, them possibly uh moving him. And I just got the confirmation saying that Ben Simmons has uh, been fined $19 million by the Philadelphia Sixers. Man, there are dudes who would beg for that to be their, their salary. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, it's tough. Tough stuff for sure. Um, but, yeah, uh, the whole Russell Westbrook thing, uh, there's been some talk about uh, potential trades with him. I don't see it. I'm going to predict that he's not going to be moved. I don't see how he could possibly be moved at all, um, you know, I might be wrong, but I just I just don't see that at all. Uh, wrapping up, the last thing I'd like to talk about is the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the Phoenix Suns have been incredible. These guys are, um, I think, 41-9. and Yeah, they're 41-9 and after their first 50 games. And that record just looks so incredible. Props to them, man. I thought that this team would kind of level off this year. Uh, they, it seems like they're better now than they were last year for sure. So props to uh that Phoenix Suns team, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, just a phenomenal backcourt. Even out, even with DeAndre Aiden out, they've had guys come in that have been filling out, finding somebody in Bismack Biombo who's been contributing. Just crazy, man. Um, props to Phoenix uh for what they're doing. Um, I had no clue the Miami Heat were doing this well until like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so props to them. Um just point blank period to Miami Heat bit even without Jimmy Bowler, even without Bam Adebayo doing certain stretches, those guys have been phenomenal. We talked about Philadelphia before. Um they're dope as hell. They just beat the Grizzlies, um, you know, about three the other night. But yeah, man, everything is looking good. Uh I'm glad to be back uh doing a podcast. Like I said, I miss uh, last week and I'm you know, even kind of late this week getting one done. But I'm glad I was able to get out here and do one with you guys. Super excited. Uh, The Grizzlies take on the New York Knicks tonight. I'm predicting a win. Get back in that W column. The Grizzlies also have, I think, Orlando in their next game. That's a very winnable game. Uh, Hopefully, I can get this momentum going, man. Keep this thing going. Big things popping here in the city of Memphis with the Memphis Grizzlies. NBA off the chain as always. Um, Yeah. Exciting times, man. Oh, one last thing I'd like to mention. That Brooklyn situation is looking kind of weird, man. Looking kind of weird for sure. You got... Looks like it might be a little frustration. I would not be surprised if that Brooklyn team, that Brooklyn Nets team, you know, if if they don't do what they were supposed to do, which is win a championship this year, which I don't think is going to happen, just to throw that out, I can see some weird things, some shakeup happening with the Brooklyn Nets. Totally forgot about that. That's something I really want to talk about. Also, as well, uh, forgot to talk about the Utah Jazz, too that situation is looking kind of strange. I mean, it's looking kind of tough for them right now Uh, with injuries, that Donovan Mitchell situation is really awkward. Uh, He's uh, missed a lot of games. I think he's been out for two weeks with uh, concussion protocols. You know, uh, you hate to benefit out of someone who's dealing with that type of thing if you're the Memphis Grizzlies, but it's been tough, man, tough for them. They had Joe Ingles out for the season. Um, with the injury he has. They risk miss time with Rudy Gobert, of course. Uh, That Utah situation is looking kinda, it can get bad. I can see that team really falling off. Uh, The Grizzlies, of course, own their draft pick. Uh, The Lakers pick, of course, they own. So we'll see. We'll see how that whole thing plays out. Grizzlies thing. I'm not a scoreboard watcher, especially not this early in the season. So just win, baby. Just keep winning as many games as possible. We're not worrying about these other teams. We're just going to keep it moving and grooving. And that starts tonight uh, when the Grizzlies take on the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden. I think that games on national television, so check it out. I'm expecting John Moran to go get that, get that uh that 30-point game again. Go get that dub for the team. Uh yeah, everything's looking good. Desmond Baines balling. Jaren, he's doing his thing, looking like a All defensive team player, you know, is looking good, trying to get Dylan back soon. Uh, Hope we can knock down some shots, man. That shooting has not been cooking over the last month or so, even though we've been winning like crazy. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I'm about to slide up out of here. This is Anthony Sane for the NBA Sane podcast. Nothing but Anthony Sane. See y'all next time. Hey, just want to thank you guys for coming to check out NBA Sane. Whether you got here via the website, nbasane.com, or via the NBA Sane YouTube page. Thank you for checking me out, man. Hope you enjoyed the video. Hope you are looking forward to more. Uh, while you're here, um, check out my Twitter. You can find me at NBA Sane as well as at Sane Asylum. On Facebook, you can find me at NBA Sane. And I also have a Patreon page for anyone who wants to support and partner with me. That's patreon.com slash NBA Sane. Thanks again for checking us out and hope to see you again soon.